Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of The Ahmed Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen, the countdown is upon us. Six days, baby. Six days. Six days. Wait a second. Six days to Mitzvah. Wait a second. How are you feeling? How do I feel? Yeah. In general? Yeah. I'm under the weather. You're under the weather? I am under the weather. Oh, that sucks. I've been, I've been walking sorry. around with this with this fever for like six days. No, five days. Jesus. How? I know. How, I, how, how much fever? How much? Like 99, 99.1. You don't take it? I don't need to know numbers. No, I just know. Oh, I take it I every feel. 25 minutes. When no, I'm no, fever. No, no, no. You know when you're not feeling well. Right. You know when you're not feeling well. No, seriously, every like 25 minutes. We have the thermometers yeah, in the house for me, not for the kids. Wait, rectal or, or no, 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 no. The thing that you put up on your on the on your forehead. I don't uh, think it really works. It always tells me when yeah. I that I don't have fever when I'm I know I have fever. <laughs> yes, but we know you're a hypochondriac. No, no, no. I totally have fever even when it says ninety eight point six. It totally they never work. But that's what we got. Yeah. So, so what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of using it? That's why I don't use one. It's like I know that I'm not, I'm not right. And uh, every day I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'll be fine today. And it's like, but you, you got to you got to drink a lot. You got to pee out the fever. Yeah. You think that's what it is? <laughs> you pee it out? I don't know. Whenever I have a cold, I try to drink as much as I possibly can. Yeah. There's a difference between a cold and a fever. Well, but where'd you get the fever? You must have something. I don't know. I really don't know. It's just weird. You got the fever. Weird. You're hot. It you cannot be stopped. Started. You got the fever. <laughs> we used to do that at camp. I'm not going to that <laughs> Like you'd be at the foul line and everybody's and people Brad's got the fever. He's hot. Yeah. He cannot be That's stopped. what happened to me at synagogue on Yom Kippur <laughs> when I was sick. The whole congregation was chanting, Brad's got the fever. Did you do anything for Yom Kippur? Did you do a prayer or something? Were you called up? That's a big macha. No, but I did on Rosh Hashanah. I read Torah. You did? I did. Wow, you are a Jew. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Can I let you in on a little secret? Just tell me, tell me, tell me. The last time I read Torah? Yeah. Was at my bar mitzvah. No way. Did you <laughs> yes. have to practice? Did you need a tutor? I didn't need a tutor, but I did have to practice. Did people slip you an envelope no. afterwards? No, I got, you know, that's a great question. <laughs> I wish people had, you know, people were, you know, they, they wished me, they, they gave me the big mazel. The big mazel. I didn't get any checks. That's kind of bullshit. That's bullshit. Actually. I thought when you read the Torah, you get checks. You should have. I should have gotten the check. But they asked me. The rabbi asked me to do it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. And the camp. And the portion was like me, six pages long, right? No, no, no. This was only one. Uh-huh. You know, one. Right. Uh, aliyah. Right. So it was like five sentences, like five different uh-huh. five sentences or six. Uh-huh. So the cantor sent me. An audio file, oh, and I listened to it. And then, at the end of the summer, she emailed me and said, "Come in and let's see how so you're you had doing. a bar mitzvah lesson." I had one lesson. Uh-huh. She asked me to read it. I read it. She's like, "That's actually not bad." She's like, "You're about ninety percent of the way there." She we went through the trope a little bit, uh-huh. and she's like, "Okay." I think you'll be all right. And then I went home and kept practicing. And you crushed and, uh, it on Rosh Hashanah, and you didn't get a check. You know what? I got no oh check. Oh my god! I was like, I was like Aaron Judge up there, <laughs> reading from the Torah. 
Do people? I, I know so you're sitting. Did people the... stand in the back? Were they wearing robes and stuff? <laughs> All hail! All hail! All rise! All, All rise! rise. Right. Well, they did have to rise because it was a tour service. I gave like the forearm bashes on the way back to my, my seat. Dude, that thing's gotta hurt. Um, Dude, those guys are huge. They are amazingly large. So they're big. Yeah. So we're we're all we're great. Um, we did a walkthrough on uh, on Thursday, and like with the rehearsal? officiant and the and the guy who's playing guitar, Ellie. Um, <laughs> and we did a walkthrough. Ellie. And Maddie seems like I don't, I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about right now, actually, is Hogba. Because you're not there to do well, it. You can't. I do can't it. do it. And so and everybody knows that you're you've been through the training. I've been through the, the training. And so the deal is Seth and Justin, one of them is going to do Hagba and Julie's going to do Galila. But Seth Wait, wait, wait. Let's just wait. Let's back up. Okay. For our listeners who may not remember who these people are. Seth and Justin are my nephews. Julie is my right, sister. And Julie is your sister. Right. Just just wanted to put it out there. So Galila is dressing the tour. I gave about. Julie the option to do Hagba. She doesn't want to do it. So the so I said so the deal she was She didn't want to have to go into the training. Right. You know. She's busy. She's busy. She's got stuff going on. And Hagba training takes up a lot of your time. And so it's a lot of hours in the yeah, gym. So I I decided that either Seth or Justin would do it and that they should decide. Who's going to do it? Yeah, so that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, you know, one's fifteen. No. One, then one's about three fifteen. One's about three twenty. I mean, I think I figured there would be like a short <laughs> discussion about you know who would do it and so on and so on. So I texted them and I said, "Here's the deal. You guys decide amongst yourself." And then, man, they were like off and running. It was like, "I'm older. I'm younger. I, I'm stronger." Ha <laughs> LOL. You're not stronger. That so I had these two large mammals. Coming to my house on Friday, and and they're gonna f- and they're gonna fight. <laughs> so I said, I said, okay, here's the deal: you guys are gonna thumb best of five thumb wrestle, for, thumb wrestle, and whoever That's- whoever wins gets to hold the Torah, and the loser gets to hold it at Mia's bat mitzvah. So that sounds like a fair. I thought initially, I thought maybe, however, I thought we would have um, an air hockey tournament at the Baskin Robbins Michael Cook Memorial Arena. But a thumb wrestle yeah. seems like a, a more – if they're not going to have a mature discussion about it, you know. No. No matter what competition you work out, there will be a brawl <laughs> at the end. And let's – wait. Let's, let's, let's provide more context. So Seth is like, I don't know, six feet, six one at this point. And he's been in the he's – like, he's like tall and kind of a rail, but he's been in the gym a lot. He's in the gym. So he's, at, been, he's, been, he's been doing hog training. He's been doing hog training. And then there's Justin, who's not even 15. He'll be 15 in December. I think his size suit is like 44. I mean, he's just a tank. And yeah, so he's, he's, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. So I, so Friday night, as I, as I mentioned in the last I'm in Corner, we have a fair number of people here for our small, intimate Shabbat dinner of 50. And I, <laughs> I think these two are going to go at it. Seriously, your house is going to be destroyed. <laughs> Your house is going All to be All over Hogba. Of no, course, I, I am the Hogba Jedi Master. It's a big honor. It is a big honor. Hogba, you will see, do. I would love to see whoever wins yeah. and whoever does it. I hope they don't <laughs> drop the Torah. That's all I'm saying. Because then 175 people will have to fast for 40 days. And you have already paid for all of the food. <laughs> 
I mean, lock, stock, and barrel. Locks, stock, locks, and barrel. Locks, stock, and barrel. I will pay, yeah. I'll already pay. Because that's a lot of food you're going to have to eat for a long time. <laughs> no, I won't be able to eat it because I will have been sitting there too. I'll have to donate it. I mean, it's a good cause. Which is why I always turn my head away. <laughs> During hot so that, so that when the Torah drops, I can claim uh, rightfully God. that I did not witness it. Nope. Mm. Uh, I was in the bathroom when it happened. Sorry. The other, the other, no, the other. No fasting. Bottomless for me. development is. I requested uh, a Don Alum, the concluding song, uh-huh. to to the tune of Panama. It was Ix name. By whom? The character <laughs> or your wife? <laughs> no, Ellie would have done it. He knows Ellie. everything. He, he can do any I, tune. Yeah. I think Hot for Teacher would have been a better tune. <laughs> Dude, this is a Me Too moment. We are not doing Hot for Teacher. Elena, great, Elena to the to the tune of Hot for Teacher. That's a great point. In this in this day and age, you, Hot for Teacher is probably not the song. <laughs> not using. the song. I got to be honest with you. There's no there's no laughing about this. I spent a good portion of yesterday afternoon in between doing stuff around the house and running errands to get. To get ready for this, um, this mitzvah, mitzvah. Um, reading the why I did not report hashtag. Boy, God, the most heartbreaking, wrenching thing. The the kinds of things that women have been forced to endure, it, it, horrifying, horrifying. And the one that sticks in my head, I cannot get yeah. it out of my head. Maybe I don't want to. I want I, I want these things to be a reminder. Um, but the young woman who tweeted, I don't know whether she was young, but she tweeted that she was raped and she told her mother and her mother didn't want to embarrass the young man's parents. Oh so my she god. Told, so she told the daughter to do nothing. To do nothing. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there uh, that that mother should have had her children taken away oh from her. Oh, my God. You have failed in your role as a oh parent. Oh, my God. If you, cannot, if you cannot and refuse to protect your own children. Yeah, I mean, we, we have for to. For the sake of, of not embarrassing right. a family friend. Right. Or not wanting to ruin somebody's life. No, the, the, your daughter's life has been ruined. And I realize that Twitter is a, you look at the world through a straw hole, but the sheer number of women who have these stories that they're willing to share publicly now, it's, there's no other word for it other than horrifying. And it, no, actually what's horrifying is the reaction by some people well, well, yeah. who, dis- I mean, who dismiss saying. all of this. Right. That's horrifying. Well, why didn't they report? That's really. Well, I, I, exactly. I told you about the incident that I had at the at the barber shop on this week. Well, I, don't, I guess it was like Thursday morning, or yeah, Thursday morning. I my my hair was just wild, and it's like listen, you got the you got the haircut for the barber. Well, I was going to wait like, a couple more days, but then I was doing an event at CFR that was being video cons. I mean, it was like. You know, a lot of the membership, there were like 200 people between New York and Washington and on these yeah. big screens and stuff. And she's like, you cannot sit in front of the council membership and like with oh, your yeah. hair like that. Is that bad? So anyway, so I went to the, I went to the barbershop and went just as it opened and the woman's cutting my hair and another guy walks in. He must be like 80 plus and he's getting his hair cut. The 
the chair next to me. And there's the owner. He must be like 65 plus 70. And the 80 plus year old guy's like, Starts going on. He's like, do you believe what's going on with this Kavanaugh thing? And the woman cutting his hair did not want to have anything to do with it. He's like, what do you mean you don't know anything about it? She said, oh, I'm concerned about the people who've been, you know, injured in the flooding. She clearly was someone who paid attention to the news, but she didn't want to get to, into this conversation with him. But the owner... She was smart, she was smart enough to understand where, where it was going to go, right? The bread. <laughs> which side of the, the bread uh, is buttered. Exactly. But the owner started getting yeah. into it. And he and this guy... The guy is saying, oh, it happened in high school so long. Why did she wait so long? And I'm sitting there and I'm, it felt like a long time. It couldn't have, it couldn't have been a long time. I'm like, Stephen, shut up and just get your haircut. Just get your haircut. Just get your haircut. And then I, I just, I couldn't take it. They were going on in this vein. And one, and one of them, I can't remember which, said, oh, if my wife heard me say this, she'd be really mad at me. <laughs> it was so long ago. And so. I turn, and they kept saying, oh, it happened in high school. Everybody did stuff in high school. And so I turned to him at the risk of my do being messed up because I didn't tell the woman cutting my hair. Hold on a second. I turned to him. I said, yeah, I did stuff in high school. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I said, I stole pumpkins. It's a little different from attempted rape. He tried to rape that young woman. That is awful. It's terrible. I said, do you have daughters? How would you feel? How would you feel? You realize how damaging this is? To this woman, 30 years of emotional, psychological damage. I said, you can't say it just because it happened in high school. How dare you? So then the old dude who came in like railing about it before he was even sitting in the chair. He's like, oh, I agree with you. I said, you do? Two seconds ago, you said it was ridiculous. Didn't sound like it. Then he he said, well, there should be an investigation. I said, exactly. There should be an investigation. But keep in mind that the president and the Republican senators on the Judiciary Committee are blocking one. So well, the president himself has been credibly accused of well, yeah, of sexual offenses. So this shut him up. And of course, the woman cutting my hair, she had this big smile on her face. Uh, I, I just, I just, I cannot horrible. believe what goes on in people's heads. You know, the basically, well, I mean, basically, the defense is well, it happened in high school, and things happen in high school, so that's it. Look, this is how. How part? How split this country is that rape is now a partisan issue. Oh my god! Like this should be, you know, one of those things like murder or cancer. Everybody should be against these things. Like there's no like, well, there are extenuating right. circumstances. No, let's just say there are things that are bad and things that are good, and let's agree right. that this, this is, is a bad, bad. thing. This is bad. And let's not say, like, oh, you know, we need to hear both. Look, yeah, we do need to hear both sides. Well, it's like, it's, we fu- do. it's funny you mention that because that it's, that it's become this partisan issue. Um, my, my, my buddy Mike, um, whose wife is a dedicated, early on and dedicated uh, a Men Corner listener, texts me the other night and says, uh, uh, when, like, all this was all a crescendo, I think it was Friday night, He says, I'm looking at Toronto suburbs real estate now. I think it's time to cut our losses and get out of here. I'll let you know what I find. And I wrote, good food in Toronto. He said, I'll just take a place that doesn't love guns and rape. I have a really low bar right now. I mean, that's seriously That says it all. Jesus Christ. You know, my mom. We've gotten to a point. We've gotten to a point where putting children in cages has become a partisan issue. Right. Right. I mean, this is. Well, this Go is ahead. not good. The, the, our, our our polity is sick. 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 
really a sickness that needs to be rooted out. I guess there's some good and news in the fact that my mom, my mom called Seth and she said, you know, you just, you graduated from high school three years ago. You know, what do you know about this? Did this kind of thing happen? And he right. said, he said that they have basically been brought up on no is no. And right. so he said, he's not, I mean, of course something could have happened and someone not said something obviously, but he said, because this is something that has become part of the culture of young people, not to say that sexual assault doesn't happen on campuses, but for the mo- for so perhaps this this emphasis on no is no is making a difference. But I, then she asked me. I think she asked me, yeah. and I said, "Look, none of my all of my all of my buddies. We all had girlfriends in high school." I said, "But I don't doubt that this kind of thing happened at all. I, it's just I the think- culture." The culture at the time kind of lent itself yeah, there's to. No, there's, there's no question that in the 80s that was a more, you know, freewheeling time where, you know, more bad shit happened. But I'm not, I think, you know, in, in your nephew's case and my son's case, like we're talking about kids who are, who are educated but, in good school. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Here yeah, we yeah, yeah, let's see. In the Northeast who are going to top schools who are with like-minded people. What about in places, other places around the country where the educational system is not, has well, not caught up I don't think this. it has anything to do with education in elite schools. I mean, look at, look at Brett Kavanaugh. He went to Georgetown Prep. And that then he went true, to Yale. But that's again, back in right? the 80s. I think it has about. to do with, about now. I, I think it has to do with, Family values. I think it has to do with, and I think it has to do with the culture. Look, we were saturated in the sex. As much as I hate to say it, but hot for teacher. I mean, just look at that video. Yeah. Or we've talked about fast times on how you always point out revenge of the nerds. That's a rape scene. Well, again, with the mask, women were objectified. I mean, and then she liked it because, right? Right. So. It was saturated in the culture. But if you don't culture, think that in every state school, there's still not this kind of no, stuff going on. No, of course on. not. And I'm of not, course not. And I'm not but at least there's an awareness. Schools. Yeah, there is more of an awareness now that this is not okay. That's true. But think about uh, you know other things that have also come a long way since we were growing up, like LGBTQ rights. Right. Like when right. you, when we were in high school, like how many kids did you know who were gay? And we're, right. and we're out of the closet. Right. Almost no one. Right. Almost, no, no, almost one. no one. Not until I went to college. Not until I went to and college. And so what? You're going to tell me that like in the last 30 years there's been this explosion of people who are gay? No. They always existed, but they were shoved right. into the closet. And they right. were shamed into the point where they could not come out. And now, you know, especially like where Jordan went to high school, which is a performing arts school... Nobody right. is ashamed of who they are. Right. And, you know, we've moved on from, uh, you know, should gays come out of the closet to trans transgender rights. I mean, think right. about, like, transgender. Did you even hear that term when you were in high school? No. Not no. at all. Never. So we but have I, evolved in so many ways, and then in many other right. ways we haven't. Right. Well, that's why, you know, to me, Donald Trump just screams 1980s. He's this throwback. 1950s. I mean, when he... What? 1950s, maybe. Well, I don't know. It's like to me, it's like Donald Trump evokes bright lights, big city kind of coke, you know, fueled 
crazy nights and debauchery. You know, just this. I don't know. I, it's, I don't know but it, just it's really it was horrifying. Enti- it's really male entitlement is what yep. he what he personifies. And what well, he, and I think that's I think that's a lot about you know that was the kind of cult. It still is, and in a lot of ways. But I think there's obviously there's more awareness. I mean, just the. It was so heartbreaking. I do. I mean, you have to. You have to look at this stuff. You have to. It's, it's just it's painful. We're, this is a very painful moment for our country on so many levels, and this is just I mean, another manifestation it, of it. And, and it, I'm telling you, it's. It means for me to, and for all of us with daughters, to redouble our efforts to emphasize to them. That they shouldn't be afraid of boys, but that if something were to happen, that they were immediately to tell. But I mean, us. you know, you, this is. And that they, you, and you've said I, twice, like as a father of girls, like it shouldn't only be on people who have daughters, right? Right. Obviously, I mean, I'm looking at it. Obviously, right. we have daughters, so we can, we're concerned about that. But we shouldn't have to say, like, well, as a father of girls, I think right. this. No, like, good no, point. As a good human point. being, I think being, this. Being, right. And as somebody who's right. responsible for raising other responsible but human beings. I guess my I guess somewhere in my head I was saying as father of daughters because as much as I think that there's greater awareness of it now as as Seth articulated to my mom, there's still obviously dangers out there. And there's there aren't there aren't That's true. There aren't gonna be every parent isn't gonna sit their son down and say, Listen, this is how you're supposed to behave around around young young girls, young women. And so we have to, I, I feel like as parents of, of, of girls have to be super vigilant about imparting to them that there is, that they, as terrible as they may feel, as shameful as they may feel, that they have to, and that those emotions are, are okay, but they have to come tell us because it's not their fault if something, God forbid, like that should happen. Yeah, but them. I mean, look... We have been talking to our children, you know, Jordan, Talia, Mia, didn't matter if they were boys or girls, since they were little. Think about when you first started telling them about how it's not okay for anybody else to touch their bodies. Right. When they're little. So again, even from the minute they start socializing outside of the house, they have to be aware of the boundaries of their own bodies. And that it's not okay if an adult touches them. And the biggest thing that I ever said to them was, anything that happens to you, you have to be able, you have to tell us. And especially, this is what I used to tell them when they were little. If an adult ever tells you not to tell your parents something, that is a sign that you have to tell your parents. Right. So that's the code for you tell us. And I, right. and I used to tell them, I will never get angry at you for something that you tell me. But I will right. get angry at you for something that you don't tell you me. Don't tell me. Exactly. Exactly. That is a, that is a great rule of thumb for the kids. And it, it doesn't change. It just, you know, it's the same thing. If, if you feel like, if your kids don't feel like they can tell you, like they don't, don't feel safe enough to tell their parents something horrible that happened to them, like right. you failed as a parent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She was too embarrassed. She didn't want to embarrass the boy's parents. That's the most horrific thing. Oh, that's that's horrific. worse, uh, almost worse than the actual deed. Well, it's like it's like it's like 
abuse on top of abuse. Right. Because if you cannot feel safe and you cannot feel protected by your parents, what do you got? Mm. What do you have? Nothing. No. Wow. This is not a anyway. this is not No, and I, what's it's still mind blowing to me. You said it best before you said rape has become a, a partisan issue it's crazy. in the United States. It's crazy. It's crazy. My friends my friends from abroad have come through town and they're like, Man, you people have lost it. <laughs> we have never seen America like this. And they're from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Egypt. One of my Egyptian friends was in town. We had coffee. He's like you people are stark raving mad. I thought we were crazy. Yeah. I, Can you imagine the cables going back from foreign embassies about, you know, the people have to cover American politics? Oh, my God. Yep. And guess who's laughing all the way to the bank? <sighs> our, our boss, Putin. Yeah, he's done quite. This a, is, he's done quite a job destroying the country without even a lot, you, I, with minimal effort. I think. Right. Can you just can we get back to this for a second? Sure. This whole horrible thing with this woman Christine Blasey Ford and what's going to happen in the Senate and the way in which Chuck Grassley had the, the uh, tried to intimidate her. Yeah, I mean, her. it was Grassley and, and Hatch who who went after Anita Hill in such a disgusting way all those years ago. I I just can't believe it. I just can't believe what's well, about to happen. This is or why what's happening. this is why women don't come forward because they're the ones who are put on trial, not yeah, not their. And then Grassley, they're such they're, they're such hypocrites. Grassley saying the only people to investigate this are are investigators from from the committee. Meanwhile. His chief counsel for nominations is saying, "Come, basically, come hell or high water, we're gonna, we're gonna confirm." Well, that's the Kavanaugh. thing. And even Mitch McConnell said this the other day. Yeah, you know, this is all. Even a Mitch sham. McConnell, of course, Mitch well, McConnell I mean, said no, that. No, I'm saying he said it out loud. Like this is all right. This is all a sham. They've got the votes. This is all <sighs> a sham. It's a sham. Unless it's a disgrace. And, and, and the, the thing that's a little bit mind-boggling to me. Is that Kavanaugh obviously you know wants this so badly that he is willing to endure all of this instead of right. I mean if he were a real man he would say right. I'm withdrawing my nomination it's tainted it's tainted so can you think about think about this Supreme Court we will have five justices nominated by Republican presidents. Two, Two accused, accused of sexual harassment, one of which is a stolen seat. Yeah, and then the one other even George show, Will in this morning's Washington Post called basically called Gorsuch seat a stolen, stolen seat. seat. So then you want to know why our institutions are in trouble because we don't right. have legitimacy. And let's right. also not forget uh, at least two of the justices. Who did uh, who did W? A point to the court. Alito and Roberts. So four of the justices will have been appointed by presidents who did not win the popular vote. Right. Yeah. So you want to understand how to ensure a conservative conservative rule over the country for generations to come? This is how it happens. Right. This is how it happens. It's crazy. It's, now, I mean, this is... We we've kidded around about so much over over the 
year over the and a little bit that we've been doing three seasons. Three seasons. It's more than a this year. This is so. Two this years. is so serious. It's. It. It's. This is one of those things that really has me beside myself. Just. The state of the country. It's what really has happened it's, to it's our country. Sec- what has happened to it's our country? Yeah. Go check out. Go check out. We're running out of time, but after we're off, go check out. Soledad O'Brien tweeted out this video of these CNN interviewing these women who are supporters <laughs> of Kavanaugh. Holy moly! Hold on a second. Do you know the backstory behind those women? No, no, they're, they're not average Republicans. They're all. Uh, two of them had run for office in Florida. <laughs> These are Republican activists. This is so, this is shoddy journalism. I'm sorry. So I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just happened to see it when I was looking because people were criticizing it on the why I didn't report, and so I came across it. But even so, even so, even again, rape has become a part, partisan. That's issue. right. So when you watch this. Do the research. See who these women are. And again, it's you know I saw it on the Twitter, so it's got to be true. On the Twitter, <laughs> so it's got to yeah. be true. But these are not just random people oh, plucked oh from God. obscurity. These are activists, you know, big Republican activists. So of course they're going to circle the wagons because that's what they do. Mm. And, but I actually think that this. And is, what do Democrats is, do? What do Demo- Where's Al Franken these days? Yeah, exactly. I mean, because, not the, not the because, Democrats. Because not the Democrats have side. been the paragons of virtue by any stretch of the no, imagination. No, but there's one side that takes I mean, I watched Chappaquiddick on the plane on the way home from Geneva. Dude, with but, all due respect, Chappaquiddick was 50 years ago. Oh. <laughs> 50. <laughs> sound him a little Republican. Uh, he was... Um, I'm not saying he was innocent. I'm saying... No, 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 I know, I know. I'm, I know. I'm saying that, you know, we should not hold the Democratic Party accountable today for mm-hmm. actions of Ted Kennedy But isn't that, isn't that the same thing as saying you shouldn't hold Kavanaugh accountable no. for something that happened no. 36 years ago? No, because Ted Kennedy is dead and Kavanaugh is now about to be confirmed. But I don't want to lionize Ted Kennedy. Okay, better example, Bill Clinton. Yeah, not Bill good. Clinton. Not good. I'm not going to say that it's good. But what I'm dropping so- his tidy whities and saying kiss it, Jesus, horrible, horrible. Oh my God, we have had more and of a reckoning. However, women on the left were okay with that at the time. They did close ranks. They did. Let's be honest. Anyway, well, all, I'm disturbed. All, all I'm saying is. There's more of a reckoning on this side of the aisle than there is on the other. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. So I'm still disturbed. Ted Kennedy never ran for president because this destroyed. I mean, he was in. He, he stayed in the. Senate. He was in the primary in 1980, and he had no shot because of this. Right. No shot. Right. This right, was right. this was a disqualifying factor. Right. Um, Not a disqualifying factor for Republicans, however. Look at the president. It also didn't stop him from running for Senate every six years and winning. Right. And right. becoming, you know, a liberal champion in the Senate. Right. Um, but you know what the bottom line is? These right. people have to live with themselves and what they did for the rest of their lives. They don't care. I don't think that... They have no moral compass. Really they have no think, scruples. They you don't nothing. think at some None. level this guy wakes up in no. the middle of the night and he's like, man, I'm not good. No. No. Well, then they have to not live with all. that. Then they have to live with that. 
We, and we have to live with the consequences. Well, we do have to live with the consequences, yeah. and that's not good. So, all right. On that happy note, listen. Is, if you um, if you get here on Sunday morning and the furniture is broken and there's holes in the walls, yeah, it's because there was a big brawl. <laughs> there's two now, giant mammals. Now, because because next weekend is the the bat mitzvah, the bas mitzvah celebration. There's a chance that Amen Corner won't be. I don't know. If you want to roll out of bed early and, and get here, we can. I don't know. Though. We could. I don't know. That might that might be a bridge too it far. Maybe a bridge too far for Lauren. For for the ever brawn of of bat mitzvahs. But I may. Yeah. I just may be live tweeting <laughs> on the Amen Corner Twitter page. Corner's Twitter handle. <laughs> I just might be live tweeting pictures of the lock of the smoked fish. I wouldn't call what you're serving <laughs> picture worthy. I, I told you, my boy Mitchell was trained in New York. Okay. All right. I'm glad he was trained in New York. <laughs> I know. It's it's it really is most important who his supplier is. I'm I'm afraid to ask. Yeah. I hope it's not Costco. Oh. <laughs> well, look, you'll be able to tell immediately on sight. Well, it doesn't even matter because the bagels that you're going to be serving them are <laughs> Montgomery County bagels. Uh, you may as well just hand out like pieces of white bread. <laughs> <laughs> just go get Wonder. All right. We're, we're going to have bologna and cheese sandwiches on Wonder Bread <laughs> with mayonnaise. It's going to be great. That's why I'm bringing my oh, own, own locks. Oh my god. Ooh, will you share your stash with me? Well, since it is your mitzvah, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you right, next in the week. <laughs> yep. All right. Mazel, mazel. Uh, mazel tov.